podcast for those who suffer, which is everyone. It's a space where we can speak honestly about what it feels like to be in desolate places without losing hope. Welcome to In the Thicket. This week's episode is all about broken friendships. And when we say broken friendships, we don't just mean friendships that have ended because of strife or conflict, but we're also talking about friendships that may have come to a mutually agreed upon end or even may have ended because of moving or things like that. So we talk about the experience of having things that might be unresolved in friendships and the pain of letting go of some of those relationships that may have been very dear to us. And we talk about the things that have helped us to have some perspective in these kinds of relationship shifts. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Hello, I am Erin Kinsella. It sounded like I was just saying hello to myself. You know, because neither of us said everything. Hi, everybody. I am Nicole. And I'm Rachel. Nice. We are the podcasters of In the Thicket podcast. That's right. Yeah, Which and we're is what very you're listening to. That's right that is well. Hopefully, that's In what case you, you intended to listen to. That's right. If we, and if you're like, oh shoot, wrong podcast, then just yeah, stay. just stay and listen. <laughs> or stay, to yeah, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just true. Stay. That's an option. Come join us. Just today, mm-hmm. we're just talking about the depths of suffering in our own hearts. So let's, but just also go. friendship. Yeah, <laughs> but also broken <laughs> friendship. Shh, don't tell uh, them that part yet. That's right. Okay. Well, listen. So first of all, I just wanted to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to give a shout out to everybody who entered the giveaway that we had for a full bravery set. Um, Shout out to Tommy who won, which is awesome. It will be at his house tomorrow, which is really great. Um, Yeah. And just to everybody who sends us messages, like we love hearing from you guys on Instagram and Facebook or wherever you send stuff. It's like, it's true. Yeah. Or just even like random people who are like, oh, hey, I'll listen to the pot. Like you see somebody, a random thing. They're like, hey, I just listened to the episode, whatever. And it's really like, it's, it's lovely. A, it's a lovely gift. Yeah. It's a lovely gift. Mm-hmm. And we just um, went over 10K on the downloads <laughs> on Anchor. So yeah. first I thought it was like money and I was like, woo, I didn't know. Right. <laughs> we are getting some sponsorships. 10K in Holy Spirit points. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thanks to everybody for that. But um, here's what I was thinking about, because I was thinking about like, we're coming out of summer, you know, we've just done all kinds of stuff in summer. So I'm like kind of thinking about the next year for a, a bit, like what I want to mm-hmm. do for the year, or like trips and things like that. Um, so what would you guys do? Like if you were talking about not going on a trip with a significant other necessarily, but just like a, like a girl's trip, like a friend's trip, if you could go anywhere or do yeah. anything, what would it be? What like unlimited do? money, unlimited, unlimited money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unlimited oh. place. Unlimited length. Okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is hard. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to process this verbally. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the length. I cannot travel like to a new place for more than 10 days. Otherwise I just, that's like my limit. Okay. So okay. I would go there for up to 10 days, but not more than that. Okay. And where there is, um, there's a lot of places that I want to visit, but you know, where, mm. where I haven't gone yet that I really want to is, uh, New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. Like I've, I've Ooh. been both of those places, but only very briefly and not to right. any of the cool, like, mm. like Bay of Fundy or, um, yeah. Any of the more, I guess, touristy things. Yep. Um, mm. 
Well, that's where I would go. I would love to go. And the, you know what? All my, my roots on my dad's side, my Acadian roots are all in New Brunswick. Yeah. And I've just like, Let's I've never shared that. You and Nathan can come up. We'll just do a road trip. We'll just go Perfect. out. It'd be fun. Sounds I'll good. do it. We'll meet all the, the Richards. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Anyway, that's where I'd go. Nice. Nice. Okay. That was good. Wow. That's really fast and cool. I'm like, I'm still, I don't know. I mean, I think here's the thing. I don't have a limit necessarily. Um, mm. But yeah, I, so I'm kind of torn between like, I've, I've been to New Zealand once and it cool. was beautiful. So I would kind of want to mm. go back there again. Just like that whole part of the world. There's a lot of cool, mm. beautiful stuff going on mm. that I really enjoyed. Um, shout out to anyone who's listening from New Zealand or Australia. Australia is also really beautiful. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, my other answer was like, I also really want to like go to like the Disneyland, like theme parks oh, and the, mm-hmm. you know, Universal Studio theme parks and Harry Potter world huh. and all that mm-hmm, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would just like, that would be fun to do yeah. with friends. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really fun to do with friends. It's a good thing we said unlimited funds because that is right. <laughs> more expensive That's to expensive. go to those places than it is for like plane tickets. Yeah. And I feel like Crazy. my mom would make a lot of fun of me right now. She's like, you're in your mid thirties. And why is that even an oh. option for you? Like, that's weird, but that is, I yeah. think it would be a lot of fun. I really think that that would be a blast with friends. Yeah, Fair totally. Enough. Disney True. is the greatest place on earth. Honestly, it's like... I don't get the appeal to be honest. Which I've I, never been and I have zero desire to ever go. I just don't understand. It, it is magical. It. I do. You don't think so, but then it's kind of like you walk in for me. It's a little bit like Ripley's aquarium in it Toronto. Exactly. I was like, like that. I thought it was going to be the lamest thing, like a, whatever, some fish in a pond. I don't really care. And then you walk in <laughs> and there's like this massive and there's like sharks swimming over you and it's beautiful. And you're, yeah. I feel like that's Disneyland. Yeah, I pulled you in with all this stuff. And it just smells good there. For I don't know what it is. Wait, at Disney it smells good or at Ripley? Interesting. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Erin, where would you go? Okay, so I would go. um, See, this is, okay, one of two things. The Mm -hmm. first potentially would be a cruise. Although I have a trouble with that because I hear they're disgusting in terms of cleanliness of things. Like, like well, I remember, yeah, cruises have gotten a bad rap in the last, you know, let's say two and a half years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, There's, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I would not like to be trapped on one for a length of time. Oh, that must have been awful. Yeah, I know, eh? But at the same time, like there's so much fun stuff on the ship and like nice if everything is like all inclusive and you can just like go wherever and then you get to go on like little ports and stops to me that seems fun mm-hmm. um or the other thing that i would definitely like to do i mean would probably be the holy land i think oh, that yeah. would be fun with people and i really i think we might have talked about this before but i really want to go to razook's tattoo yes shop of this i would yeah. like that too like i've I been to the holy land but Mm. I really, I was like, oh, I didn't have time. That's the only okay, tattoo well, let's I would go ever get. Okay, great. So let's go back. That's cool. Right. You, yes. Nathan, and I are going to go to Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. Great. Rachel, you and I will go to the Holy Land. Seems like you're getting a little bit of a better yeah, one. I was like, uh, not really. Nova could. Scotia is my favorite place in the world. So there you go. It's true. Aaron grew up there. So you're like, eh, yeah, it's old. old I kid. love it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Well, this is good. Okay. So kind of switching tracks a little bit today we're going to talk about this topic of broken friendships because um when we were doing the kind of the kind of like planning for the year and this topic came up like yeah of course like this is one that probably everybody has experienced um 
it's a pretty common thing. I think that sometimes relationships, friendships just break down for whatever reason. Uh, and it can be really painful, um, super painful. And sometimes even when things are not like when they don't actually get resolved in some kind of way, then that can be like an additional layer of pain, you know? So, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So what do you Mm -hmm. think? Uh, what do you think, Rach? What's been your, what's been your experience of broken friendships? If you could list the names of people, (laughs) we are also going to just, we'll just clear that up just so that everybody knows we are not going to say any names or distinguishing things about anybody in our lives so that we can make sure we're protecting their anonymity as well. Yeah. I was like, when, when I was five, I had this friend (laughs) (laughs) and now we're not friends anymore. Um, Well, I moved a lot too. So actually like that's, that's, for me, there's a reality to broken friendships that have nothing to do with the personal. Like that wasn't yeah. like, yeah. like when I was a kid, I just, I just didn't have it. I had really great friends. And then we moved and I really great friends. And then we yeah. moved. So there's kind of a pain of like, okay, there's not like now like my, my, my best friend from high school is my oldest friend. I would say, and I've known her since we were both 14. And that's like such mm. a treasure to me. Cause I'm like, mm. I have someone in my life that's like not in my family that has known me that long. And that's mm. very, very special to me. Um, but that's one thing for me. Another, I would say another experience that stands out, um, which was personal was a friendship with somebody who, um, was, had a lot of, um, really hard things that happened to them in their life. And they, started making decisions that were very bad, like just decisions that are very harmful for them. Mm. And we had a conversation about that at where I like, and I've learned a lot since then. This is like, you know, a while ago, mm. but at that time I was like, stop, like, this is really bad. I'm really scared for you. I'm really worried about you. And I was just really like, I just was not able to be patient with that person. I think at that time, but also it also might've been the Lord. I think back a lot about it now. I'm like, I don't know if it was, if it was the right thing to say what I said Mm. to them or not, I still don't know, but it kind of ended the friendship because they never really spoke to me after that. Like they were, they weren't like mad at me. Actually. It was really weird. We had this conversation where I just said to them, I really need to tell you these things. I, I really, I'm asking you to stop doing these things because I'm really scared for you. And then it net, and then, you know, they heard me out and then, and then we just kind of faded. Like they just wouldn't, you know, Mm. and I, And I respected that because part of me was like, okay, maybe I overstepped. Maybe that was like, Hmm. not, not, not my place to say, I don't know. And I respect their, I respected their sort of response to me. But I think the, the hard thing that I always think about was I really loved them. I really love them still. And I don't know, Hmm. I think it was the right decision, but maybe it wasn't. And so it's like one of those things where you try your best, you, you make a call and Mm -hmm. the person doesn't react the way you would hope that they do. And you kind of have to accept that, you know, and, mm. and mm-hmm. keep praying for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what came to my mind. Yeah. How about you, Nicole? Yeah. It's interesting. If I think about my friendships, I cannot, there's none of my friendships were, were like explosive endings or where someone really hurt me and that, you know, it's, it's nothing like that. I, I think of the people that I maybe used to be close with that I'm not anymore. Um, there's a couple things. One is that it's kind of Rachel, what you were talking about of, of, you know, moving a lot. I didn't move a lot till I was in my twenties, 
but my family didn't, um, we didn't have any relatives in Winnipeg. So all of our kind of quote unquote family were often other families who didn't have family in Winnipeg. And what happens when you don't have family in places, you don't necessarily stay there. So a lot of my friends moved away as a kid. So Mm -hmm. I had, you know, my best friend from when I was like eight to 13, which was like, you know, those are like important Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Um, their family moved to Switzerland and when I was a teenager and then I just like, you know, didn't have anybody for a while. And we're still close. Like we'll talk like once a year, but when we talk, it's kind of like, you know, you're right back where you left off and you're just still kind of on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a lot of that where I have these sort of friends scattered all over the place and we're quote unquote close. We just don't talk that much. Um, so that's, I think one thing, I don't, I don't know if it categorizes it of broken friendships, but just sort of like, mm-hmm. uh, diffuse or <laughs> kind of scattered interrupted, friendships. Yeah. Interrupted. Yeah. yeah. Um, And the other one I think is where, you know, maybe there wasn't an openness or a true closeness to begin with. And we were Mm. friends. Um, And then I can remember, you know, I, and then we, we faded. And and now when we talk once in a while, certain friends where I'm like, it's awkward. I feel like we can never, Mm. I don't really know what's going on. I don't feel like I'm really sharing open. I don't think they're really sharing openly. And I just, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I said something wrong. And now this person mm-hmm. feels like they have to be really guarded with me. You know, like it's just those kinds of things um, where now I'm like, oh shoot, something feels off and I don't know what happened. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. And we're no longer at the level where I can say, hey, something feels off yeah. in our friendship. Cause that would right. just be kind of weird. They'd be like, well, we're not that close. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the problem? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think those are the ones where I'm like, yeah, you know, or just, mm. okay, maybe there's a third category, but I, I can think of in when I was, especially in undergrad, those four and a half, five years where I just was very consumed by school mm. and, and I just didn't make an effort really to hang out with friends um, mm. that much. And I sort of thought that, that, that wouldn't make a difference, like that they would just sort of be there. And then all of a sudden I yeah. finished and everyone had kept moving on with their lives. And it was just like a shock to me, like, Oh, like mm. I have to actually nurture friendships and spend time with people for us to keep being friends. I thought that once you were friends and you're friends you are, and you yeah. can just ignore each other for five years and it's fine. You know, yeah. like it was, yeah, yeah. and maybe because so many of my friends moved away. I'm just sorry. This is not a therapy session guys. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> but do you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it's this thing of, of where there's no explosions, but, mm-hmm. but sort of just different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Different, different things. So yeah. yeah. What about you, Erin? So I feel like I've had like, I don't think anything has been like super explosive to the point of like, I don't know, like people throwing things at each other or like or like yelling matches or anything like that. Um, but there are like three relationships that I can think of in my life. One, um, one was like where I ended the relationship because I felt like there were... Um, I felt like there was something unhealthy about the relationship. And I was like, I just don't think that I can be in this relationship. So then I ended it, um, that friendship. And then there was one where it was the other person who was ending it. And I didn't have the desire to end it, but, Mm. um, but I think they were, they were hurt by my actions, which is, which was really hard for me actually, because I, because I felt like my actions had been, um, 
like not like I felt like in all the things that I had chosen to do or say or things like that, that I had really like prayed about things or had tried to be like as charitable or like to be open to what they were saying or like things like that. But it just got to a point where it was like, I think they were just too hurt by how everything had had unfolded that they didn't feel like we could kind of be in a friendship anymore. And then there was one that was kind of like more of like a mutual, like, like it was mutual. It was the feeling was mutual, you know, where, where we had this friendship. Mm-hmm. And then there were some things that were like off and then things kind of like came to a little bit of a head where there were like, I was like, Oh, I don't think that this continue. And the person was like, Oh, I don't think this can continue. But we kind of both had that real life. They're like that. And they're like, wow, we're both just like, like so on the same page. Oh, perfect. We're just not hate each yeah. other for all of eternity. <laughs> perfect ending to everything <laughs> um yeah oh, so so right. those are like so I kind of had but then I've also had the experience for sure of like moving like I can I can remember my my friend Tina from Regina hi Tina if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> um but she she and I were like best 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 friends when I was in kind of junior high up until like grade five to eight or four to eight or something like that which are yeah which are like big years you know and so I remember bawling in the car when Mm. we were leaving there because I was so sad and I don't think actually to be honest that I've had a friendship like that in my Mm. in my life Uh, again partially because I've grown up and like there's a priest friend of ours who says best friends are for are for little kids like he's a very he's very kind of mind of life you know like you don't like you you, friends your close friends you're like good but like having like a single best friend who you call every night on the phone and talk like it's you know what I mean like you you kind of grow out of the kind of friendships that you have when you're younger and to more mature friendships in a in a in a good way if that Mm, makes mm -hmm, sense mm -hmm. um anyways so uh so maybe that's why but like who knows maybe I'm just deeply wounded at my core from leaving Tina when I was (laughs) I'm just kidding everybody just it's okay I'm all right um but but it but it is like (laughs) But he just giggles uncomfortably for a minute. Rachel's got a pout face on. No, but the, but it really is like, um, all of those relationships, there's, I feel like there's, there's like a bit of a mourning process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even totally. So if, you know, like regardless of how they end or mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. happened or things like that, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had, you know, I've had this weird thing, especially with people who I'm just, you know, the people where they just 100% completely get you mm-hmm. and they also challenge you. Yeah. And it's just like this wonderful, perfect, not perfect, but like kind of close to that, like yeah. healthy, good friendship. Um, you know, you, you have those rarely. And it's kind of like what you said, Aaron, sometimes mm. it's like, I, I, sometimes those are the ones that I, I finally get taken, <laughs> take it away from me. Or like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. um, I can remember, well, this is, um, yeah, I, there's been a couple of times where I was about to, you know, a good friend was about to move close to me and we were so excited. We're like, we can be, we can be besties again and all of this. And then, and then I moved or like the opposite, like mm-hmm. I was going to move and then they moved. And it was this thing where you're just like, why, how is this happening at the same time? Like, how are our paths not aligned? Like, what is this, you know? Mm -hmm. And this thing where it's like, um, 
like to see, I had to start to see friendships, not as this, right. Like, but I need this person. I need them in my life and I should have them. And this is a good thing, Mm. but like, okay, what is the gift of this friendship? And if the Lord is not giving us wonderful, perfect thing, maybe it's because Mm. it could, it could get in the way of my relationship with the Lord. You know how people can Mm. sometimes become a substitute. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I, I think about how, um, in a lot of religious orders or different saints, I talk about like not having attachments, you know, and in religious orders, you're supposed to have, um, sort of equal friendship with everybody, which, you know, Mm -hmm. you can do to some extent, you like some people more than others, but you're supposed to be loving, not have sort of certain people that are too close to you. And, Mm -hmm. um, I sometimes wonder if there is something kind of healthy to that. I don't quite understand it, but that in regular everyday life, the Lord kind of arranges that for you where you're, if you're overly attached to one person, then Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. perhaps there will be in your life for a while, but maybe not quite in the way that you want all the time. Maybe I'm also just sort of jaded and bitter or something mm. and be like, the Lord just <laughs> wants us to suffer or something like that's, you know, but I, I, I don't know. There's something. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so it's been interesting because I would say in the last um, 10 years, I have had this kind of really crazy experience happen many, many times where I am going through something excruciatingly hard. And I think that I'm going to be going through it alone. Like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Like, you know, I I have all my friends who I love, but no one's quite in the same space. No one's dealing with what I'm dealing with. And here we go, Lord, like you and me in the Mm -hmm. desert, kind of alone kind of situation. And that's been, that has happened, but often it's been interrupted like the desert time actually. So I've had like the opposite experience of friendships being interrupted where it's like, suddenly a friend will, who I've had for a long time actually Mm. will come back into my life in a Mm. new way where God's like, now you're going to walk this part together. But then I hear you, Nicole, because I felt now in this kind of like in my adulthood with these friendships, like I'm not supposed to grasp on Mm. too hard. Like Mm -hmm. I need to love these people for who they are, like, first of all, not for what they can give me, but for who they actually are the best mm-hmm. that I can through the Lord, but with the God, with God's mm-hmm. help. But then when it's time for them to explore something or to be, to live their lives, to do their, what they're called to do that they're not mine. Like, they're, mm. you know, they, they, they are like, there is a sense in which you kind of want to, though. You're like, this is, this feels really secure. Like I have this person, I have these people and like, I just want to have them. And like, if God takes them away or if they go away for some good reason, even it can be hard. Um, But I think the same applies too. If it's like, if it's a broken thing, if it was like, Mm -hmm. you had this friendship and then like, I had that conversation or Aaron, it was like mutual or whatever. And you do part ways and it is morning. Like if there, you had something really good that you now have let go of, but it, there's, it's a good exercise to let go. Letting go isn't always like a negative thing. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing Mm -hmm. to be able to do, you know, especially with, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if you guys do this, but all the time I do this after I have a conversation with somebody, or if there's a conversation that's coming up with somebody, it's like, it plays in my head over and over. Right. And oh, it's yeah. like, no, you Aaron, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're the, the only one, one who does that. Never <laughs> it again. Um, but, but yeah, so it's like that, that thing of like, like you play, you can mm-hmm. drive yourself absolutely bajonkers with like taking that last conversation with somebody or that conversation that really shifted something and like replaying it in your head and assigning blame where it's both where you Mm -hmm. think it might go and seeing or blaming yourself or saying if only I said this or only if they said Mm -hmm. this or whatever you know which is like 
which is really hard because because that's like exactly in when you're talking about like broken relationships, you know, not something that necessarily like ended with a, with a, some kind of resolution, but where it didn't end with resolution, there's so Mm -hmm. much uncertainty around, around things often that it's like, it's painful to kind of sit in that uncertainty and it's hard to let go of something that's Mm -hmm. like sand slipping through your fingers. Like, how do you let go? Or it's gone. Or it's just gone. It's been ripped out of your hand completely. Yeah. And I think it's, it's worth saying too, that like friendships are strong bonds. And I think if people go, sometimes if people, if a friendship is broken, you're going to go through the emotions as if it's a break, like a breakup. And, and, you know, and there can be a thing of like, why am I going? It's like, it wasn't there. It was just like my friend. And it was like, well, that's, that's something like that is like, you guys say there's a morning, there's a, there can be insecurities that crop up of like, well, what did I do? Or was Mm -hmm. something wrong with me? Or like, am I really a terrible, whatever it is, or, you know, and, and that's Mm. like, I think yeah. it's not easy, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Really... it's kind of funny too, because I, there's a doctor guy on Instagram that I've followed doc. I forget what his name is. Anyways, he just always puts these reels that are super interesting about mm-hmm. medical facts or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's funny. Cause he's like the only time that you ever remember something correctly is the first time that you remember it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. your brain changes details. So like every mm-hmm. time oh, you remember, I know, right. So, uh, yeah. So like now, now you're going to doubt your whole life. Sorry. Well, Gosh. like, yeah, I'm doing, I started a PhD program. You're like, oh crap. Every time I go to seminar, I'm like, I don't know if I'm remembering this right. <laughs> I don't know anything. My brain's adjusting oh, everything. That's funny. I feel like it's more like of like, uh, not like objective facts, but of like, um, like it's you know, like an incident about or a scenario episode, yeah. or a, yeah, 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 yeah. like memories, things that this yeah. person said or what they did or what they, and I mean, I think that's true, right? Because the, so then that's also kind of like an added, like an added layer of when you're trying to work through something or when you're mm. trying to process something or things like that, like it can be just, it's just hard to know. It could become its own thing in your mind. Like it can get extrapolated and become its own kind of thing. And then it's, and then there's some reality, but a lot of it has been now built up into this story in your mind. And it's a little abstracted from reality now, but it feels very, very real. Exactly. And how often have you like had a conversation with somebody where you thought it was going to be huge. You thought they were going to be super mad or something was going to be, and then you talk to the person like whatever, like it's, you know what I mean? But it's like, you work something up, but then if you have a broken relationship and you've worked something up in your, but you you can't can't so, yeah, you can't, you can't yeah like, so it just sits there and it's mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and it can be really hard so I mean I have mm-hmm. a great like something that's really helped me so this mm-hmm. has helped me in friendships and relationships that have that the Lord has honestly resurrected like he has mm-hmm. and this is the other thing broken friendships you might feel called like when you mm-hmm. pray about that friendship that it's yep. not really over that it's not really really over that yep. doesn't mean that you're supposed to go chase after that person or harass them or something like but it just might be that you have this sense of the holy spirit's like it's going to come back around somehow yeah. mm-hmm. and in the meantime just pray for that person you know and so if that's where you are with a broken friendship i remember i may have mentioned this in, a, in another episode i can't remember but um Catherine Doherty, who's like the foundress of Madonna house, who's an, you know, really, um, incredible Catholic woman. If you haven't heard of her, please look her up. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I, I, I stayed at Madonna house, which is the community that she founded for a week. And I, I was there over Pentecost and they had a, at the homily at, um, the Pentecost, uh, liturgy, the priest gave us this concept of, he called the laundry of love that mm-hmm. she, that she talks about. He's like, you know, everything yeah. that you say, 
run it through this interior, like laundromat, you know? And (laughs) so that what comes out, you hope and you pray is love and Mm. everything that you receive, you run it through the same laundromat so that like what you're Mm. left with is love. And I'd never thought about the receiving part of that. Mm. I always like, okay, the giving part's kind of like intuitive if you're Christian. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, is it possible that there's something of God, there's something loving, there's something here for me to receive from the situation. Mm. Can I kind of, can I work, can, can I cooperate the Holy spirit to sort of process that and really glean from it? Love, Mm. you know, that's beautiful. And if not, maybe it's healing. Maybe then God wants me to receive healing. And that's right. where, that's mm-hmm. where this, where this can be transformed into something loving mm-hmm. and then yeah. pray for the person. Cause they might come back around yeah. sometimes, you know? Yeah. 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 I think I've definitely had situations where I wanted a relationship with somebody. Like I wanted a friendship, but I didn't know how that could happen. Mm. Um, and sometimes this is not even a friendship that I already had. Or and, and sometimes it was. I can think of a few different examples that where I had been close with somebody and then we had just drifted apart and we weren't close anymore, but I really desired that. Mm. Um, and a lot of it, it was like as soon as I if I tried to make that happen, it would just push them further away. Mm. So I had to to totally let go and just say, Okay, Lord, like if you want this to happen, then let it happen in your time. And if not, like, okay, I'll yeah. just accept that. Yeah. Um, but uh and then and then yeah, sometimes those friendships did happen. Um, mm-hmm. but then they were given, it was like, they were given back to me once I was ready to receive it freely and wasn't grasping anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's Rachel, I was just sort of reflecting on, you kind of mentioned something like that, but, um, mm-hmm. but I love that. Um, uh, also what you were saying, uh, Rachel was like, like nothing is wasted. Right. So in any, mm-hmm. any of the conflicts yeah. or any of the difficulties, like bringing that before, like the, the, what did you say that the laundromat of the yeah, Lord, the laundry of love, as she called the laundry it. of love. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and just That's so good. Um, yeah. Being okay, Lord, like what, what is this for me? What's in, what is here for me? Mm-hmm. Like there's gotta be something, there's gotta be something. Yeah. So what is it? Um, and yeah. having that openness to, to be curious about what that's going to bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true that like, I think it's also true. Like what you guys are saying about, um, like people coming in and out of your life. Like I've also had the experience of, of having, yeah, like a friendship that I thought was kind of, I don't know, ended or, you know, whatever. And then was like rekindled, uh, like a long time later, but also like the experience of, um, like, you know, those friends, um, that you can, like, you guys would definitely be, I mean, we don't talk every day. We have a, like a chat where we can post prayer requests and things like that. And we see each other when we record and then we try and have like a hangout, like catch up session every once in a while. So we're not just being frauds and pretending we're friends on, (laughs) on on these. And then we're not actually friends, but, but like, but it, it feels like, um, like with any of you guys, I could, I could go, if there's anything that I need, I know I could come to you. Um, even if we didn't talk for a long time, I still would feel like, mm-hmm. I, like I could come and it would be, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause Natural, it's just, like, yeah, yeah. And cause yeah. there's like a depth to the friendship and there are a number of friendships mm-hmm. that I have like that, where like, sometimes, like, sometimes it would be like, I wouldn't even talk to somebody for like a year and then we'd have just yeah. like a catch up and whatever. And it's, and it's good because we know that the Lord is not having us in a season of our lives where we're like able to you know, but then it was a real yeah. gift because a friend of mine, yeah. shout out to Amy, um, she ended up coming to Toronto and living with me for a few months while she was there for doing a thing. And it was such a gift. Like, 
so much fun and you know so it's like mm-hmm. it's like natural yeah like there's natural ebbs and flows and like we talked about mm-hmm. recently in our episode on finding community so you can go listen to that one if you haven't listened to that one yet but we talked about like like putting things into the hands of the Lord, right? Like the Lord knows that we yeah. need mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. <laughs> like he knows that we need friends and he desires us for, to have like deep relationships. Um, and so like, we, of course we can't just like sit at home and do nothing all the time and not answer texts and like whatever, but like, but he, he knows, you know? So if there's a friendship that there's, there has to be that certain kind of element of trust in relationships even when there's a breakdown and Mm. just trusting that the lord will bring stuff out of it because i feel like that's the only thing that can resolve that ball of Mm. unresolved stuff Mm -hmm. you know like it's like giving it to him and Mm -hmm. being like it's your ball of unresolved stuff now like yeah yeah right deal with it yeah yeah um yeah and i think we, we talked about this or every, every cross there will be a resurrection. Yeah. But I think for some, for some sick cases, sometimes that resurrection is not going to happen until the other, you know, until yeah. we're in heaven yeah. with the Lord. Right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's going to happen beforehand, but my, um, when we talk about resolution, you know, like in, okay. So in music mm-hmm. we have often songs resolve at the end, they end on the, the chord that's in the the key of the song, right? Da, 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 da whatever you know yeah <laughs> um so most of the time but not always and there's something you can end mm. songs in a way where it da, 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 and that's it and you want it to yeah yeah you know like, that's so um, it's so uncomfortable <laughs> so I, I there was a conversation my uncle shared with me once that he had with his mom my grandmother and he was sharing with her about, about a friendship that had this mm. unresolved ending and he was just really struggling with it. And, and it was really painful. And so he, he says that, you know, she listened. And so my whole, that whole side of my family is very musical. Um, mm. so she listened to him and she says, you know, in music, not all the songs resolve and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so I think there's also that of like, how can we trust the Lord um, to bring the resolution or to trust that if it doesn't resolve in the way we want, that he's still in that too. And there can be something beautiful mm-hmm. that comes from that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And I think it's a wonderful, the way we can also look at it is like a wonderful opportunity to love someone disinterestedly, right? Like you are not, mm-hmm. you're no longer getting the benefit of that friendship of, or of loving this person, but it's a great exercise. If you feel, I mean, it's not like, I don't want someone to get scrupulous to be like, okay, I have to like pray for everybody that I'm not friends with anymore. Yeah, 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 like yeah. That. But, yeah. but if there's a kind of like a, an, a lack of resolution, a beautiful thing is to carry that in prayer, you know, and really mm-hmm. like give that person to God and really will their like want for them to be well and want for them to mm-hmm. have like goodness and not just not for how it's going to impact you anymore, because it's maybe Mm -hmm. it's never going to impact you again, but like just to desire their good and to give that or to ask God for the desire for their good, you know, and just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. I think in a way that can bring resolution to your own heart, be like, I just, I want the best for them. And that's what I'm going to pray for. And I'm going to leave them in the Lord's hands because, Mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. that's all I can do now, but that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's doing something yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and there might be like really practical things that can go along with that, like unfollowing them on social media. 
Like, Hmm. or, you know, because it's like that weird thing that we do of like, we want to just peek in on somebody else's life. Like if we don't have the friendship with them anymore, and then we're just like Facebook stalking them, be like, what are they doing? Are they do? And then it's like this weird place that we can find her with. Yeah. With one of the relationships that I was talking about, I was kind of finding that I wasn't like stalking the person, but I was finding like, I was finding that like when stuff that they had posted would come up in my feed that I was finding myself disturbed, like Mm. my peace was being disturbed Mm. because it was like the, the, whatever ball of unresolved stuff was, was there. It was kind of like, that was like making itself, like it was trying to put itself in back into my life when I was like, no, like I'm like with grace, I have given this to the Lord and, you know, but it was, so that was like a really practical thing for, Mm -hmm. for me. I was like, no, I just have to, I just have to unfollow them on things so that I'm not seeing things. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. you can, you don't have to even unfriend them. You can just unfollow so yeah. that you're not seeing it. It's not affecting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, that's really practical, Aaron. I think that's actually super wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, love I, it. uh, I, <laughs> this is not personal, but I've unfollowed everyone on Facebook because I don't mm-hmm. like having a newsfeed. I find it too addictive. And mm. so I don't have, I don't, see anything that anyone posts unless they like send it to me personally or I contact them and I'm like hey how are you doing um that's cool that's neither here nor there but anyway it's not Mm -hmm. it's not that I don't love you all it's not that I view every one of my Facebook friends as a broken friendship I just that's right I just your video is totally frozen frozen and you look so bored in your frozenness (laughs) it's quite funny but your audio is on my end she's not no, what? and you're not frozen. For oh no, me. now you're not frozen anymore. Okay, oh. it was great though because the way you're frozen, <laughs> <laughs> like it looks okay. It wasn't yeah. that bad, but it looks like very bored. Yeah, Rachel, do we good. need to have a conflict about how bored you are when we're <laughs> talking? Right. This is going to be a broken wrench. Yeah, no. yeah. No, what no, have no, you I'm found, fine. Rach? Is there anything that you found that's been like helpful, helpful? for you? With yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that. um I mean, I think that's pretty good. I'll add something, you know, if the break was a, it's a hard thing and it's like a breakup, then I think, Mm. you know, the practical tips you're saying, Aaron are good. Yeah. But for me, if it's a thing of it, that it's faded and maybe it's a faded friendship because I didn't make the effort. Yeah. I'm Mm. challenging myself, make the effort, like just stay in contact with people. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if, if the, if the, yeah, if the, if the, I don't know. I don't want to say if, there, if I like feel the, like it, but if the yeah. impulse is there, you know, yeah, like, yeah. but wait, yeah. this person isn't somebody I want to just yeah. lose touch with from yeah. me just being un, unproductive. And I can't think of the word guys. I'm getting tired, but you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I do yeah, have one lazy. thing, actually. I do have one thing I think, and we've, we've already kind of touched on it a bunch of times, but I think it can really be like earth shattering to lose mm. a friendship. So yeah. I feel like so, I've done this in certain contexts where it's like, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't be this sad. Like I should be okay. Mm. Like sometimes mm. it takes time and just give yourself time and give yourself mm-hmm. like, don't like, you yeah. know, don't maybe beat therapy. yourself up. Yeah, okay, exactly. Honestly, it might, yeah. you might need therapy. Literally. You might need time. Like, sometimes you really do need that like objective third party to kind of, yeah, give some yeah. insight. Into and it, I yeah. think 
that is just also to say that friendships are such an important type of relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it very much. Yeah. Like our culture is like really kind of about romantic relationships more than anything else. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. but friendships are so, so beautiful and important yeah. and impactful. And so when they do break apart, it is, it can, it can be very difficult. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go easy on yourself if yeah. that's happening. Yeah. And regardless of how they break up, I feel like there's always something in it of the Lord. That's like, a. um, it makes me think of the scripture passage, but like taking the splinter out of your neighbor's eye without looking at the log mm, in your own yeah. eye. I feel like there's something of that in, in every, so like whenever there's some kind of breakdown in relationship in anything, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's very, very rarely solely one-sided yeah. I think you know Definitely. um so it is a good opportunity to like the Lord will use everything like he uses everything for our good so he can use it even to bring greater virtue in our lives or greater self-knowledge or or mm-hmm. whatever it is you know like you said there's like a, there's a resurrection tied to every cross mm-hmm. to every yeah. tied to every death yeah yeah Beauties. Okay. Well, now that we've solved all the world's problems about friendship, good. <laughs> um, we forgot to ask you before. Does uh, does anybody have a God wink this week? You got no. a God wink, Rach? <laughs> I was trying to think. I mean, I think you know what. I will do the God wink this week because I think my entire experience since moving here has been like one giant God wink. Because nice. in some ways, I don't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nicole just winked <laughs> made, in the camera. It was, it was like, like a big, really, yeah. I made one giant wink. Yeah, yeah Nicole, wink. a Nicole wink. And I have in large that. eyes, so. <laughs> okay, sorry, Rachel. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, I'm just really grateful because, I don't know, moving countries is insane. It's like a very, mm. you don't think, for Canadians and Americans who are currently living in your respective countries of citizenship, you don't think it's going to be that big of a deal to move to the other one because unless not, you do, unless like well, it's the yeah. same language, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. But then it's totally different. Like, it's so, it is so much like, y'all are weird. <laughs> I mean, I love you all. Yeah. Hello. People living in the U S yeah. Yeah. And like, everything is different. You have to like do a bunch of paperwork and I'm a lawyer. So I should, mm. it should be not that great, but you know, it, it has, it has been nuts. And I just, feel like Mm. managing that alongside kind of starting this PhD program. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but like, I think it's just been the grace of God that sort of carried me through this far. And I'm really, really grateful. So that's my, that's beautiful. Giant God wing. Just the giant God wing. Nice. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. Well, listen, ladies, it's been a delight as usual. And, uh, we would like to thank you all of our wonderful listeners. Um, dear friends, it's been wonderful to be with you also this week. And we would love to ask if you um, haven't had a chance to, to go over and rate us, especially if you listen on Apple uh, podcasts, it's super helpful. If wherever you listen to podcasts, if you, um, if you subscribe or if you, if you're able to rate us, cause then it makes us discoverable more easily for other people. So that's a big mm-hmm. help to us too. And who doesn't want a podcast about suffering? Yeah. You know? Everybody come on. Oh, right. yeah. We are freaking hilarious. <laughs> so let's, let's go. Right. <laughs> Anyways, love y'all. We'll yeah, talk to you next week. God bless. God bless. God bless. Bye. 
thank you for joining us for this episode of In the Thicket. If you like what you hear, give us a rating and hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Monday with more stories and honest conversations about life when the going gets rough and the hope and humor amidst it all. We'd love for you to join our community on Instagram and Facebook at In the Thicket Podcast. While you're there, let us know how we can pray for you. God bless and see you next week.